can't believe I just slept with my stalker. Hello and welcome to another episode of That's So Random, a random movie podcast. I'm Heath Lambert. And I'm Carrie Claypool Lambert. Never wait for me to say, and my guest is... I'm not your guest. <gasps> I'm your... Mm. Live-in... <laughs> Spare podcast. <laughs> what spare? Anyways. Partner. This episode, we're talking about 2021's A Stalker in the House, or the alternate title that I've given it, which is hashtag not all men, but definitely this fucking man, <laughs> colon the motion picture. <laughs> I have to say about this movie right off the bat, I forgot about it. I literally had to sit here and think, okay, I'm doing a podcast with Heath on a movie we watched. <laughs> what was it? What was that movie? I don't know if it was that unremarkable or if I had just blocked the shit show that it is out of my head. Well, I do Thank not God know. for notes, huh? Yeah, because I sat here for the last... 20 30 minutes going what movie is this again what movie we're doing train quest again <laughs> no <laughs> oh no 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 yeah i mean that's worse than this so much worse <laughs> this is just generic low budget it's really it's like an r-rated lifetime movie yeah it's very much a lifetime movie even down to the like a stalker in my house stalked by my doctor stalked by my doctor four yeah but rated R. Yeah. Like, without the constraints of being on the Lifetime cable network. Where did this movie even show? What was its venue when it oh, first came out? Straight to VOD. Straight, okay. Maybe DVD. This did not play in a motion picture theater. Oh, no, I knew that. <laughs> I just thought what network was like, heck yeah, let's show this one. No, I no. doubt. Okay. I mean, maybe it's like a four in the morning on Cinemax kind of thing, but it's not even like... No. Skinamax. It's not even it's that. Not it's because it's pretty tame. I mean, it's R-rated, but that's mostly for language. It's not... Yeah. The violence isn't exceptionally violent. The sex, sex is, is... Yeah, it's not graphic. Incredibly tame. It's definitely not graphic. No nudity. Mm. And the, and the, so the film opens with... And I feel like immediately... And we'll get into it, but this movie... If you took this scene out... This movie would instantly be at least slightly better. For sure. Because there'd be some air of mystery. Yep. At least a little bit about, oh, is this a bad guy? Is he the stalker in the house? Maybe, you know, is he just misunderstood, whatever. No, the opening scene is this dude, Mike. He's getting broken up with by, welcome back to the show, Scout Taylor Copt Compton, who was on previous episode Wicked Little Things. He played Laurie Strode in the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. And then has kind of been relegated to stuff like this ever since then. Mm. Which is, I mean, that's unfortunate. But but at this level, because this is like shot on, not an iPhone, but like <laughs> cheap video. Like, who did she owe a favor to? Because she's still yeah the only even slightly named person in this. And she's in it for... A couple minutes. The first two minutes, maybe. Yeah. But she's dumping this dude, and he's not having it. Mm-mm. And every line of dialogue of his is right out of the playbook of the... I mean, I'm, I say cliche, but it's how 
some guys actually are. Just like the narcissistic nice guy TM. <laughs> you know? Capital N, yeah. Yeah. Like the capital N. He even says later, like, I'm a nice guy. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, no one who says they're nice guy is a nice guy. Because nice guys don't have to tell you they're a nice guy. You just know exactly. from being. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, he she wants to break up with him and he won't let her, like, mm-hmm. leave the apartment. And then he hits her and the next thing he chokes her to death and smothers her with her, <laughs> smothers her, with her pillow. Yeah. And that's the opening scene in the movie. And then we cut, and then it's hard cut to he's out on a date with our the hero the heroine of the movie so right instantly when like oh that's the same guy mm-hmm. so we know he's, he's bad news just he's, a, yeah he's, he's not just a stalker he's literally a murderer yeah <laughs> and he's already out on like a tinder date yeah i mean we don't know how much time has passed but he clearly did not get caught right. for killing this woman but that's what i mean like there's no you know from second one mm-hmm. this is the bad guy this is the villain Run, lady, run. You know, there would be so much more drama to it and suspense. Like, there's zero suspense. Yeah, there'd be some buildup. Is it? Is it him? Is it not him? Is it the neighbor? Is it... You, it would be nice to have questions. There's no questions at all. No. You just know. And you're just watching everything unfold. <clears throat> and you know everything. There's no twists. There's no... It's, he is the bad guy. And, yeah, this is Jen. Yeah, but yeah, we already saw the opening where he's killing somebody. And even if we hadn't, even if you took that out, it would still be every line of dialogue, every word out of this man's mouth is such an enormous red flag. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. You know, it's either negging or like it's all that shit you've ever heard that, yeah. you know. He blurs the boundaries. He, yeah. He has, yeah, he has no boundaries. And he's if very... she tries to have them up, he's, he finds a way to push them. Because they're coming in the door. They're kind of kissing and making out. They kind of fall on the bed. And she's like, no, 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 I don't, you know. I don't do this on the first I don't, date. I don't sex on the first date. And he's like, and he just loses his mind, like, instantly. Like, there's no, well, like. There's some pressure. <laughs> first, there's a little pressure when she, no. Yeah, she's like, no. No. <laughs> And I'm thinking, oh, he's going to kill her now, too. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's just 90 time. minutes of him just one after the other just killing. I mean, not yeah. that there aren't, there probably are movies like that, but. That would have made this movie worse. <laughs> but, I don't know, more interesting, maybe. More interesting. <laughs> In a bad way, but. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, oh, you know what you wanted. Our chemistry's there. Like, which immediately, when then she says no again, immediately descends to, you know. Oh, you, oh, you're a bitch. You're, you know, mm-hmm. you, it's women like you is what drives me crazy. You get me all worked up. And now you won't put out blah, blah, blah. That that there in a reasonable look, it's going to come up a lot in this episode. I far be it from me. I would never place the blame for this situation and the situation going forward in this movie on Jen. He's a bad dude doing bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would never blame all the things that are about to happen on her. I will, however, say she certainly makes it easier for him to be a bad guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because, especially for someone who supposedly in two years, I'll be a licensed psychologist. A bad one. Yeah. If you can't, if you're not picking up what this guy's putting down and you're not picking up in yourself, whatever is causing you to put up with this shit, 
How are you going to help other people? Exactly. (laughs) Like, I know doctors shouldn't diagnose themselves, but Jesus Christ, lady. Right. But she definitely, any reasonable person, the second he's like, the way he's talking in this scene, it would be like, oh, you're out. She keeps letting him back into her apartment. Mm -hmm. And not even because he, like, I mean, it's presented to us as if, like, he charmed his way back in. But nothing he's doing is actually charming. Everything he's doing is creepy and shitty. It's, it's, (laughs) It's like... Not just one red flag, a million red flags. There, he, there's nothing he says in this movie that is not a red flag of some sort. Mm-hmm. Because it's either him being shitty or or the thinly veiled shittiness under the surface of pretend niceness that should be very easy to spot. Mm-hmm. For anyone, let alone a, someone who's training to be a psychologist or psychiatrist or whatever it is. A therapist is, I guess, what she says. Yeah, but. Yeah. But just, yeah, no mask. Like, mask off immediately. Yeah, immediately. Which is not really typical of someone with a narcissistic personality disorder. They have a mask on. No, he's, I mean, he's a psychopath. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, he. there are attempts to put the mask back on, but you can always see the strings. Yeah. Yeah, so he calls. He wants to talk to her. He convinces her to come out and talk. And, and, and you know, at no point does she owe him any conversation. No, he's pressuring be... her to have sex. She says no. He flips out about it. She's like, "I want you to leave." That's a whole process of getting him. Just it's a whole conversation they have to have, getting him down out the, out the hallway, out the door. And as he's leaving, okay, I'll call you. I'll text you. I'll call you. And he's like, "She's like, don't, 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 <laughs> do not call me or text me." Yeah, and that should be. The end of the fucking conversation yeah. and the end of the movie. And Roll he credits. should be <laughs> and he should be blocked. He should not. And if he comes around, she should be keeping notes of it. And because she borderline had to forcibly make him leave. Yeah, but he convinces. She takes a her. shower. Yeah, and then the time it takes her to get out, take a shower and get out of the shower, he's already blown her phone up with texts, mm-hmm. and he's he's like he's right down the street. He has not gone home. Mm-hmm. In fact, this movie should Does not be called a, a stalker in the house. It should be called a stalker in his car down the block. Because that's where he spends the majority of the yeah, movie. <laughs> that's his seat. He doesn't have a home, I don't think. He's just always there. Well, possibly he is still on the run from the murder we saw him commit at the beginning of the movie. But then he shouldn't be on Tinder dates. Like, what? No. He should be in hiding, keeping a low profile. He should be in jail. Not leaving... Bodies littered all over this woman's front yard, which he will do for the rest of the film. (laughs) She doesn't catch on. No one does? Yeah, it's astounding. Where's the police? Yeah, she has kicked him out. She's told him, no, no, don't call me, don't text me. And of course, and he's immediately blowing up her phone. Mm -hmm. He convinces her, come on, talk. Yeah, just come on, talk to me. I'm sorry. You know, I really am a nice guy. I think I just, we got off on the wrong foot. And she goes out to talk to him. Why? I understand this idea of like uh, I'm trying to be nice, and especially to for a woman, you're tr- like, you have to be nice to a man because who knows what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. But what he's going to do is right now nothing because he's outside your apartment, not within reach of you. You're putting yourself. If you're worried about what is he going to do if I'm not, not nice to him, don't put yourself back within arm's reach of him. <laughs> especially not within the confines of your home, out on the street. If you want to talk to him out on the street where there's people who can see you driving by. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. But yeah. when he's like, I really have to go to the bathroom. Can I come back in? And she's, <laughs> and she's like, no, of course not. That's ridiculous. I just kicked you out of my... And, but he badgers her and passes her until, you know... 
No, the right answer would have been, there is a gas station down the street. Go use that bathroom. Yep. Three blocks that way. Yeah. Texaco, go. But he wheedles and cajoles until she lets him back in to use the bathroom. And when they go back in, he's watching over her shoulder to as she puts in her door code. So now he knows her door code. We see him in the bathroom putting it, making a note on his phone, mm-hmm. writing it down so he won't forget it. So again, there's zero mystery. We know. We know oh, exactly. he. <laughs> forget that we saw him kill somebody and that he's been an asshole this entire situation. We're now actively see him engaging in criminal activity, yeah. <laughs> like putting down her door code so that he can come back later. I don't know. I feel like that should be that should be like a flashback at the end where you're like, oh, someone's in my house. Who is it? Pops out of the closet, Mike. Oh, shit. How do you get in here? And then you give a flashback of him. That would make much more sense. Writing down her code, yeah. memorizing her code, whatever. But to just show him do it, there, there's 80 more minutes. There's 80 more minutes of us knowing exactly what's going to happen because we know exactly who this guy is. Mm-hmm. Every second he's on screen. Yeah, in her bathroom, he's looking at her medicine bottles. He's going through a medicine cabinet and he finds a jar of pills that's prescribed to someone named is it Jerry, Jerry Dilson. Jerry Diltz. Diltz. And he's like, who the hell's Jerry Diltz? It's her ex that oh, like Diltz. she recently oh. broke up with somebody she was living with and he left or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's his stuff that's still there. But the sense of ownership he has over like... yeah. First off, to even go through someone's medicine cabinet is fucking who wrong. I know there's a discussion of like, do, do you do that when you're? No, I don't. No, you don't. Because I'm not a lunatic. It's none of my goddamn business what's in someone's medicine cabinet. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, and then the like the idea of like, there's a man's medicine in here. How dare? Who is this guy? How dare? Like, you've known this woman one night, and she has kicked you out of her apartment. Like. The, yeah, the sense of ownership. Everything about this dude is bad news. So bad. And so she's like, okay, you've gone to the bathroom. Great, you can get out again now. And he's like, oh, can I have a drink of water? I'm so thirsty. Like, it's always one more thing. And she keeps fucking caving to it. And he, then it's almost funny. He walks in the kitchen. He goes, oh, my God, you have chips? And just starts eating from this bowl. Just starts eating her chips from this bowl of chips she has sitting out. Like, what a fucking jerk. Yeah. It's like he's trying to see just how far he can go. Where is she going to put the ultimate boundary up? And she doesn't ever push back. He just keeps knocking down those walls. And she's like, oh, okay. Water. Oh, okay, chips. Okay. Well, and he's also like a man baby. Oh, he is. He's like Definitely. a giant crazy man baby who does if he doesn't get what he, his way, throws a murderous tantrum. Mm-hmm. But then he's always, you know, there's always this air of sort of condescension of like, no, you really do like me. You just don't know it yet. Like, you know. It's not even thinking to himself, oh, I'm going to wear her down. He's practically saying to her, I'm going to wear you down. So just mm-hmm. just go with this. Yep. So he gets his water. He has some chips. He's She's like, okay, you really got to go now. And this man has the fucking audacity to lean in, to get a peck on the cheek. He, like, leans in and kisses her on the cheek when she's, like, unawares. Like, man. He, yeah, this guy just has no limits of the None. shit he'll pull, he'll pull. None. And she's really bad at saying, this is not acceptable to me. Go. So she finally gets him out again. Goes to bed. Wakes up the next day. And there's like 33 missed text 33. messages from him. Again, there you go. There's the line. There's where you say, nope, I'm calling the police. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I block, or at least blocking his number. Mm-hmm. She goes to the door. There's... Cards, the flower with flowers with a card on it on her doorstep that he has left there with a note that's like, 
oh, I'll call you. <laughs> like, yeah. no, dude, what the yeah. fuck? It's so crazy. And, but as, and I realize that as crazy as this all sounds, as stupid as this all is, this shit happens right. in real life. This could be the biography of an actual woman and a man, you know? Mm-hmm. It does happen, but it's so concentrated. I feel like it's, I mean, we don't get a great sense of time, but it feels like this movie takes place over the course of three or four days. Yeah. And the amount, like, this is months and months worth of, I think, in real life, a crazy man's desperate <laughs> attempts at this woman. Yeah. yeah. But months they, condensed they into, can, so it yeah. all feels so piled on top of each other that you're like, no way. Yeah. This is where we meet Lisa. Uh, yeah. And then, my, yes, my other uh, alternate title for this movie is Failing the Bex- Bechdel Test, the movie. <laughs> yep. Because she's sitting around, this her bestie Lisa... They're sitting around the pool. She appears. She has two different conversations through the course of this movie with Jen, both of which are about nothing except, okay, that guy was bad. I know a guy for you. Mm-hmm. I know a doctor. I know a chef. You're going to love him. All they talk about is Jen's love life and men and men and men. Yeah, and that's not even realistic. Not, hey, how's school going? I know you're studying to be a psychiatrist. How's that going? Oh, yeah. great. How's your job going, Lisa? Any fucking thing that's yeah. not about what dude should I fuck next. <laughs> like, right. You know? That's a cute bathing suit. Where did you get it? Anything. Anything would have been better. Nice hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that the sun came out today. I was worried it would rain. There's so many other things. Can you believe that, Putin? Any, I know. Literally right. anything. <laughs> did you hear that they admitted there were aliens? Yeah. Weed is, so min- weed is legal in Minnesota now. Weed, yeah. There's so many <laughs> things Fucking anything. But no, it's just, oh, you'll love this guy. He's a chef. Yeah. I'll hook you up with him. And then she's like, I don't know. I just went on a bed. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll give, me, I'll give me his number. Yeah. And in the middle of this conversation about nothing but other men, Mike calls Jen's phone, despite having been told to not do that. Well, no, because what she had said was, because earlier when he was back in her house getting water, because she, you know, she had said, don't call me, don't text me. And then he did. And he's like, I'm going to text you. And she's like, OK, but if I don't answer you, you can't text me anymore. As if that's going to work. You know, gonna work he's going to catch that. Yeah. Hint. yeah. But that's not a hint. It's a challenge. Right. So he calls and Lisa's like, that's him. Let me talk to him. And she gets on the phone and she's like, no, she's not into you like that. You know, move on, dude. Everything's, you know, it's not going to happen. Gives the phone back to Jen. Okay, but anyway, this other guy you should do. Yeah. <laughs> so Lisa tells him off over the phone. Now, when he was in her bathroom, we saw, and again, we watched him do it because there can't possibly be a moment of suspense or mystery. Mm-hmm. He calls, is like, hey, I left my watch in your bathroom. And she's like, what? What do you mean? Why do you even take your watch off in my bathroom? Like, I was washing my hands. It's a very expensive watch. My dad gave it to me before I died. He died. It's very important. Can I come get it? And she's like, I'll, I'll put it out in the back and you can just come by and grab it. Like, clearly, like, I don't want to see you. You're not coming in again. I'm going to set it outside. And he's like, it's super sad. Please don't just set it outside. Someone's going to just take it. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, fine. Come get your watch. No. No. I will put it in I'll a Ziploc baggie. put it in baggie. my mailbox. Yeah. I'll, I'll put, put it under a pot. It'll be in a Ziploc baggie placed in a safe spot. I will. I, I have a second floor. I will throw it out the window to you as you stand outside. <laughs> Yeah. Something. But, yeah. But he still comes by. He comes back to get it. But he why has... are you letting him... 
Why are you letting him in? Just stand at the door, hand him his watch. End of story. Yeah, he lets... Can I just come and talk for a minute? I feel, you know, I feel like, you know, I want to make it up to you. I'm sorry for the other, you know, the other night. He has alcohol with two. Yeah, he's brought wine over. And here's... uh, Everything up till now has been, you know, come on, lady. But this is the point where it's like, no, absolutely not. Any more interaction you have with this man after the scene that is about to happen, I'm sorry, anything that happens to you is kind of on you. Because this is a point of no return. Where he's trying to talk her into stuff again. And she's like, no, you know, no, you got your watch, it's time to go. And he won't leave. And she's like, okay, I'm just going to call the police then. And he snatches her phone from her hand and is holding it away from her. It is a crime to do that. Yes. And is also mental. Mm-hmm. And that's the point where if you ever willingly speak to this man again, honey, I don't know what to tell you. That's on that's on you. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a piece of shit, but god damn it. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Why would you ever but she lets him back in her house again in this movie after that. And more. She sleeps with this man. It's just <laughs> I don't That's get it. That's bananas. And I know, I understand there are abusive relationships and women put up with that stuff and, you know. But she has not invested in this yet. Absolutely not. She's he, been on one date. She has no reason to put up with this he, shit. He She's has, supposedly training to be a therapist. And he has not wooed her in any way. There is absolutely nothing he has said that is charming or romantic. It's all gross and icky and creepy and not right. And even when he manages to pull off charming her for 10 seconds and making her smile, he immediately ruins it and shoots it in the face by saying some dumb shit. And she (laughs) just lets it happen. But he takes her phone away from her and is like, no, 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 you're not going to call police. That's a bad idea. Like, just listen to me. Stop, you know. And she's like, I will scream. My neighbors will come over here. And he's finally like, okay, fine. Here's your phone. Gives it back. Reluctantly leaves. And on his way out, her male neighbor, who is the writer and director of the film. Uh, what's his name? Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. Rings the doorbell. Yeah, that's what gets him to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, he's still looking like maybe he's going to hold on to her phone and we're going to finish this conversation or something bad's going to happen. And then the doorbell rings. So he's like, shit, okay, I'll go. And it's her neighbor who just kind of looks at this guy as he's leaving like, what was that about? And he tells Jen, like, I heard screaming and fighting over here. Are you okay? So he came to check on her. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the difference between, not that she needs this in her life at all, but here's the difference between an actual nice guy mm-hmm. and a pretend nice guy. Is there sit, Neighbor Patrick is sitting around the fire with Jen after, you know, and she's telling him, like, oh, God, that was the worst date. Here's what's going on with this guy. You know, and he's like, I mean, p- pick your moment. This is maybe not the time, dude. But he's like, well, you know, there's, you know, sometimes there's a nice guy who lives, like, right next door to you who mm-hmm. doesn't act like that. You know, he he shoots his shot. He's hitting on her. And she's like, no, no, no. I probably shouldn't be dating anybody. He's like, that's cool. I'll go. And yeah. he leaves on yeah. his own accord that and is, goes next door. That is what a human being does. That's what a decent human being does. Oh, she's not interested? Okay. Yeah. Plenty of other fish in the sea. Off I go. Yeah. I don't need to be forced to leave her home. No. <laughs> no. Just, oh, Okay. No dramatics, yeah. no temper tantrums, no begging. But he is immediately murdered. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> nice guy, Patrick. He steps out of her apartment and is grabbed from behind as Mike emerges from the bushes 
And I, does he strangle him, stab him? I don't know. I think he just chokes him out. He just chokes him. I think that's his MO. He chokes everybody. Well, because he stabs Lisa. Oh, that's true. He does. He kills he the other date with a broken with, bottle. Well, and then the first scene, he it looks like he like strangled her first and then put the pillow over. The girlfriend. Yeah. So he is now just, he's killed her neighbor on her front yard. We will never see where he's, yeah. how he's removing these bodies. Like, it's nighttime, but yeah. it's, there's street light. We can literally see street lights on her, in front of her house. Like, it's not and, pitch black. And how come nobody is coming and looking and there's no investigation? He will kill five people in this film. And at no point, and I know it's probably only the co- over the course of three or four days. But at no point is anyone ever wondering... Where did, Where did Patrick, Patrick go? go? Patrick what happened to Lisa? She should have been at work. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Patrick didn't show up to work. and Or maybe his nephew is like, my uncle never showed up for our thing. There's somebody out there missing Patrick. And that's never addressed. And Lisa and the other. Yeah. Yeah. But he I, he must he must drag Patrick's body off the lawn, throw him in his car, and then dispose of him where? Where? Yeah. We never see. He just kills this dude and then we're on to the next scene. Because they're not real characters. They're no, just sure. objects for him to overcome. Both in his mind and in the screenplay, I guess. Mm-hmm. There are, there, I did write down that there were sirens in the distance. And I think I wrote that down anticipating that it would be the police. And that in some way... No, you'll never see No, you never do. But I don't know why there were sirens in the distance. But there were. And again, I understand this is a very low budget. It's movie. It's kind of contained solely to her apartment and the back and front yard of that apartment we mm-hmm. don't really see and then the other apartment it's that almost he killed like this could in. be a stage play <laughs> maybe or like a bottom but i mean yeah they only have the one location and that's that's fine mm-hmm. but yeah you don't expect to see her right down at the police station filing that no. report because we don't have that kind of money <laughs> no okay it's so not- now it's stalker in the house for mm-hmm. a minute because he so he kills patrick he puts, I, I don't remember if it was the same night. Again, what did he do with Patrick? But Or if it was the next night, probably the next night. But he puts her door coat in, sneaks silently, sneaks into her house. She's laughing at her phone. And he yeah, he just spends the night in her closet. I thought, when I saw the name A Stalker in the House, I thought this movie was going to be like Hider in the House. Mm-hmm. Which is probably a movie you've never heard of. If people... Everybody go watch Hyder in the House. It's, I think it's Nick Nolte. And he plays a guy who's like literally living in these people's attic. And they don't know he's there. And he's sneaking down and like stealing food story. from their kitchen. I know this story. It's a crazy movie. But I thought it was going to be like that. Like he's living in the walls or something. Yeah. But he just comes in and hides in her closet. Doesn't even really. It's not like he's like watching her in the shower. He's just like she's yeah. he's just hanging out in her closet. And then leaves and does nothing. Yeah. Which I'm sure he gets some kind of sick thrill out of but he's not like yeah again it's not like he's peeping at her or he's just kind of there but he does overhear her failing the Bechdel test again because he's on the phone with Lisa and all they're talking about dates dates who should I date now who you got for me oh I got a guy for you oof yeah she's gonna go on a date with Rick the chef well that's yeah that's that's the plan. plan that's the plan but then he hears Lisa comes over to visit, and they're yeah they're again they're just talking about boys. These grown women have nothing better to talk about, and he's hanging out 
from his vantage point in the closet, or sort of on his way of sneaking out of her closet, back out of her house in broad daylight, here's over here's a conversation between Lisa and Jen, where Jen is updating Lisa on all the crazy shit Mike did, and Lisa's talking shit about him, so he's Lisa's on his bad side. And when Lisa leaves, he grabs her, forces her at knife point into her car or his car yeah, i don't know he gets her in her car it looks like it's her car wrote mike gets lisa in her car and takes her phone from her well he takes anybody he kills he takes their phone yeah which i guess is supposed to be part of the explanation of like why does no one know they're missing because he's answering texts for them pretending to be them yeah but that doesn't like these people have jobs right they still needed to go to work or have some sort of in-person meeting with people in the world that they didn't then show up for. Right, right. But he is like, yeah, he's pretending. So for the rest of the movie, you know, she's trying to text Lisa and he's either not responding or maybe he's writing back as her. Yeah. So he takes Lisa's phone and he's like telling her like, oh no, you don't get it. Like me and Jen are meant, you know, meant for each other. We're totally going to be together. You're not going to stop it. Jen can't stop it either. And she's like, you're crazy. And he's like, no, no, don't say that. <laughs> like he does, he really takes a personal being called crazy does he say something like oh i got died i got diagnosed as that once <laughs> yeah or whatever and he stabs her in her yeah. car so now there is now blood in her car all over whether it's his car or her car i think it's hers so now he not only has to dispose of this body he has to dispose of this whole ass car yeah. which is a dna covered crime scene like how is he doing that we will never know we'll never know what a master assassin this guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and then there's some other guy that she's on a date with that comes back to her place and again an example of they're making out and it's getting kind of hot and heavy and she's like oh i don't have sex on the first date and he's like that's cool can we just like he doesn't say cuddle but like you know like can we just like lay around and kiss and she's like yeah cool and that's what they did and they did like sleep together in the same bed that was rick and that's some guy named that's rick the chef yeah rick the chef that she was set up with but again this is like the next day or two days later, yeah. you know? Yeah, because in between there, he did, I did write down that she, Jen, was in the tub and Mike snuck back in and has Lisa's phone. He, so he did sneak back yeah. in the house at one point before the but date. So, and is she going on a date every night? Which is fine. Yeah. But, like, especially but after that has... super bad experience you just had? Yeah. Maybe take a couple days off. <laughs> you know? <laughs> God damn. Do some self-care. But... Yeah, so good guy, you know, he's like, yeah, that's cool. We can just, you know, and they spend the night together. I'm assuming nothing else happened. They just, But they did sleep together in the same bed. That guy leaves, and in broad daylight, he's sitting out front waiting for his ride or whatever, his Uber to show up. And Mike walks up and is like, how was she? And he's like, well, who the fuck are you? What are you talking about? And he's like, Jen. He's like, oh, you know Jen? And he's like, yeah, I know Jen. She's gonna, She's mine. And bashes this dude in the face with a bottle and then drags him to the bushes and stabs him to death with a broken bottle. More dead bodies in Jen's front yard that no that will never, never be accounted for. God Jeez. bless the DoorDash man if he comes. Like anybody <laughs> seen walking away from her door is getting cacked yeah. by this guy. Oh. <laughs> nice UPS disguise, fucker. Stab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next movie's gonna be a ghost movie about all the hauntings taking place there. God, this is a super haunted apartment now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> And yeah, so now yeah, he's... And, oh, and he okay. is, he's is he got Lisa's phone and Jen is texting him. And um, that's how he finds out that she didn't sleep with Rick. 
Yeah, so he feels better. Oh, yeah. maybe I killed that guy for nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't say that or think that, but that's... Yeah. But yeah, he's just sitting like half a block down from her apartment to where he can see it. Mm-hmm. Just sitting there slumped back in his seat all hours of the day and night watching Lisa's phone for, <laughs> you know. How does he pay for gas? Yeah, does he, he clearly doesn't have a job either. Yeah. He has nothing but time to devote to stalking this woman. <gasps> and uh, again, let me reemphasize, I'm in no way making light of the real world applications of situations right, right. like this. But this is also so unrealistic. Really. Yeah, that's what these, I'm making fun of. Is, yeah. is that the movie itself is almost making light of situations like this by right. the way that it handles it. By Jen's reactions to stuff. The fact that yeah. he's... It's just so accelerated that over the course of three or four days he murders five people yeah. in his attempts to woo this woman. And she keeps fucking dealing with him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I wrote down at this point, bodies not discovered? Who knows where they are? Yeah. Or what's going on with that? Yeah, she leaves a voicemail for Rick. Yeah, so she's bummed out because... Rick has ghosted her. Yeah, it seemed like they had a good night. He seemed like a good guy who didn't pressure her to have sex at all. He was supposed to come back and cook for her the next night, the chef. Yeah, and he ghosted her because he's, he's a ghost. And she's sitting there dressed up nice in her own apartment waiting for him to come, and he hasn't come. He's not responding to texts and stuff. Because he's dead. Well, he's dead, and also Mike has his phone. So Mike is seeing the messages from her of like, seeing that she's bummed out that he didn't come. Oh, I know I thought you were different, whatever, but I guess you're not coming over, you know. And that's his moment to pounce, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, she's weak and vulnerable and sad. So he comes over. There, You cannot possibly be weak and vulnerable and sad enough to let this man back no. in your house again. And again, she lets him in. And then, you, you know what she does next? You slapped this man and threatened to call the police on him. And when you did, he snatched your phone from your hand. And you're letting him back in your apartment again. But then, the next part is even worse. She apologizes. She apologizes to him. For blocking her. For blocking Or for blocking him. Number. Yeah. What are you talking about? The, he does not deserve <laughs> an apology. He is creepy and icky and yucky. Like how? Oh my, how sad and desperate are you? Yeah. And not even get to, to get laid. So yeah. You're not desperate to get laid because no. you've had two opportunities now. That three counting turned, Patrick. You've and you, that down. you've turned down and that's fine. Yeah. But you're like, are you that desperate to be in a relationship? Oh, sad. That you, like, I thought that guy was going to work out. That guy didn't work out. I guess I, I can't just be alone by myself in my apartment tonight. I better let my stalker in. Yeah. And apologize to him. Maybe he'll work out. <laughs> like, it's yeah. fucking nuts. And then he microwaves chicken. He microwaves chicken. Well, in in fairness, it's chicken nuggets. That's true. It's not like chicken breast and they're all going to get Gross. salmonella or something. But, yeah. That is what he does. She's like, oh, the guy was going to come over and cook for me, but it didn't work out. And he's like, oh, I'll cook for you. What do you got? And he's, going, he's rummaging through her fridge and freezer. And he's like, oh, sweet. He's like a child. Yeah. He's like a tiny child. Oh, sweet. Chicken nuggets. No, no, I'll nuke these he's, for you. He's not like a tiny child. Because a tiny child you would have empathy and compassion for. And this guy, you don't have any of that. But a, but a grown man, who twice now, a grown man who's walked, who went, oh my God, you have chips? And now is yeah. like, oh, sweet. Literally, he says, oh, sweet. You have chicken nuggets. I bet he's starving. You're a grown man. If he's living in this car. He probably is very hungry. Yeah. Well, he can try on, go get something to eat anytime he yeah. wants. With 
the money from his job he doesn't have. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> if you know she's asleep, you could take the night off and go run to McDonald's or something. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be sitting outside her house at all times. Yeah, so he microwaves some chicken. He cooked he, five chicken nuggets. It's five chicken nuggets on a plate. No sauce, no nothing. Like, here you go. I made you dinner. My mm. fucking hero. Yeah, <laughs> like, that is not. And she falls for this shit. She's like, oh, that is, I guess that is charming and cute. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> and this leads to. Yeah, apparently five chicken nuggets is a panty dropper in this household. No. Because, and she says, I'm a little tipsy because she's been drinking some wine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Either way, it's not great. But they wind up making out, and now she does have sex with him. Or kind of Why? lets him have sex with her, Why? kind of. Why? She seems to enjoy it. And the <sighs> second it's... And, but because it's it's one long, uninterrupted... Well, not long. It's one un... It's not like a montage sex scene of like, you know... Mm-hmm. We see the entire... From the beginning to making out to him blowing his load is... Pretty short. 40 seconds. Pretty And we short. see all of it, not... I mean, we don't see anything, but you know what I mean? Like, there's no cutaways to, like, we cut away to the moon, then we come back and they're laying there in the post. You know, we see the entire act, and it's it's like 40 seconds. No foreplay. No. He's Just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And he's like, oh, that was great. And she's like, no, that was a mistake. Yeah. (laughs) Instantly, it's like, what have I done? Yeah. Something dumb is what you've done. Yeah. And she says, I can't believe I slept with my stalker. (laughs) Which she says out loud and to him, which Ugh. is kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you know, that was a mistake. You can, like, just go now. I want to be alone. And he's still not sa- He's still not satisfied. He's not like, oh, I got what I want. Sweet. I can go now. Because he wants to actually be in a relationship with her whether she wants it or not. And he's still like, oh, wasn't that, you know, wasn't that good? Yeah, I'll call you, you know. She's like, you really don't have to call me or text me. He's like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. My God. But then Jerry returns. Her ex, who I guess they broke up because he took a job somewhere and they were worried. I never quite caught exactly what the deal yeah. was. But maybe like they were worried about long distance not working out or something. But now they're going to give it. He's back. They're going to give it another shot. They get all dressed up, go out on a date. Yeah. Which yeah. Mike. Gets very angry about. Well, obviously, yeah. Obviously, he was losing his mind. But while they're out for the night to dinner, he sneaks back into her place and is mm-hmm. hiding in the closet. And he's just, they come home from that date and have sex. And he's just in the closet listening to it. <laughs> Which Stealing. isn't even like a sick thrill. It's like he's probably just fuming. He's probably mm-hmm. like, I'm, it's it's amazing he didn't bust out of there and kill them both while it was happening. But he's getting self-cucked from the closet. <laughs> he's hiding in the closet mm-hmm. listening to that. He Mike shows up at her door the next day. And he's like, hey... You know, if I just want you to be happy, really, and if Jerry makes you happy, that's fine. She never questions, like, hey, how do you how do even you know? know Jerry's back? Yeah. How do you how know, do you know Jerry name? was here? How do you know his name yeah. is another good question that I didn't even think of. Yeah. There was no conversation about, no? I mean, maybe maybe on their date that we never saw before it maybe, all went wrong. But still, you wouldn't talk about your ex on the first well, date. She would. Oh, she would. That's she true. would. This lunatic. I would maybe speak in general terms on the first date, but I would never give details. Well, no, because when he looked at the medicine bottle, he's like, who is this? Who's Jerry? So she didn't mention <coughs> no, him. No, she didn't. Yeah, that's That's the true. first she ever yeah. heard about. And she doesn't question, like, how do you know that my ex is back and we're back together? And he tries to, like, force his way into the apartment again. 
and she kicks him in the nuts and threatens and tells him she's going to get a restraining order. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves. But, like, that should have been days ago. That was step. <laughs> I don't know. And then she's at work or school or somewhere, and Jerry's sitting around the apartment, and Mike just strolls into the room like he owns the place. Yeah. He's like, oh, hey, Jerry. I heard you were back, and he's got a gun. And Jerry's like, you're... Oh, you're Mike. I heard about you. Like, you're an asshole, right? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, you're not going to, but you're not just going to shoot me, though. And he's like, no, you're right. I'm not. I'm going to do this. And, like, pistol whips him. And I guess that kills him? It seemed like he just knocked him out, but he tells her Jerry's dead, and we never see him again. He drags Jerry's body, the other body and, off into a closet. Yeah, he's taking off to his magical body. Just well, he doesn't have time for that because oh, she comes true. home yeah. almost right away. Yeah. So he just hid him somewhere in Jen's house haunted house now but <laughs> see that would be a better movie this yeah, is it where did, it I did write... not look like a blow that would kill no, someone it did not this like is looked... where i wrote my notes i am sleepy <laughs> you were sleepy. i was but yeah so bye bye so he's now that's now the f- fifth right fifth person we've seen this man kill with zero repercussions zero investigations zero who knows and then yeah so she comes in he's got the gun on her and he's like Hey, Jerry's dead. We're just going to live here together now? Yeah. And she's trying to play off, like, I've, I've come around. Like, she's trying to mm-hmm. get the jump on him. Like, you know, oh, you know, I didn't see it before. You are a nice guy. You're just misunderstood. She kisses him even, maybe. Like, she's trying to do whatever sneaky stuff she can do to get this gun away from him. She does get the gun away from him, but then the safety's on, of course. And he's like, you, you were going to shoot me. Okay, you're in trouble now. You must be punished. Drags her to the basement. Ties her up to this pole, and I will. I wanted. I will give some kudos to the actor playing Mike here. None of the actors in this are like superb, but none of them are terrible. And I think him specifically, it would be really easy and really tempting to play this like you're the Joker, mm-hmm. like just way over the top, maniacal, wide eyed, screaming, creep. But he's pretty mellow, even keeled, even sure. even keeled for a sec, like. Which makes it more effective, I think, how psychotic he is. That he's just like, we're just having a conversation. It does, you know, I may be about to kill you and I've killed four people. And that's, you know, he's mm-hmm. never takes it up to 11, which I think for like sort of an amateur actor would be really, really tempting easy, to do. Yeah. And well, he would be the he, crazy guy who kills yeah. everybody. Look at me. I'm waving a gun around and it's, you know, but he's, so I like that. So kudos to him for that. I thought he played that pretty good. He did. He's telling her how he's going to frame Jerry. Yeah, he's telling her about his master plan. Now, like, obviously, this is never going to work out. You just tried to shoot me, so you're trying to, you know, you tricked me, and you're never going to come around to my side. You're really missing out because I'm so great. But so here's what we're going to do now, I guess. I guess I'm just going to kill you and then leave a suicide note from Jerry saying, you know, that your breakup was bad and he can't live without you and he killed you and then himself. Wash my hands of it and walk away. Tidy, yeah. done. She pulls the old bathroom trick of like, I really have to pee. And he's like, yeah, pee your pants then. I don't care. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. as any kidnapper should. No kidnapper should ever fall for this. No. Like, I'm putting a gun at you. I don't care if you pee your pants. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm shocked you haven't peed your pants. Yeah. As soon as I brought a gun out. But he lets her go to the bathroom and she grabs something. It's hard to even tell what it was. She grabs something sharp from underneath her sink. I don't know... It's very unclear what that thing was. Yeah. But she grabs something so that she can sort of cut the duct tape loose off her hands and from where she's t- t- taped up to the pole. Tries to stab him and just kind of gets his cheek a little bit. There's a struggle for the gun. 
Oh, and he was also like, but how, you know, but how, how did Jerry kill you, Minnie? How am I going to kill you? Did he choke you? Did he shoot you? Did he stab you? Drown you? What did he do? And he's like, well, slit your throat it is, I guess. And he pulls a knife out and they're wrestling around. She gets the knife away from him and he just runs at it. <laughs> he runs at her. And at the last second, she, it looks, it's not filmed very well. So no. he, it looks like he just runs stomach first into yeah. the knife. And then when he falls back, his throat, he's gushing blood from his throat. It but you can tell, if you look, I rewound it to make sure because it's like, well, how did that happen? You can see slightly at the very last second as he's getting up to her, she brings the knife up to neck level. Uh, but it's blinking, you miss it. Like, it really yeah. looks like he got should have got stabbed in the stomach. But yeah, then he bleeds out in her house. The, what, sixth ghost in her mm-hmm. house now? <laughs> Which she does not move out from. Because then we get this... We cut from her crying. He's dead. She's crying. We cut to, to it says two years later, and as promised, she is now apparently a Therapist. working therapist. Yeah, who's taking Zoom calls with people. And so you know, and she's like, "You're doing great. I'm your therapist." <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same backyard. She, it's like so. Like her ex's dead body was in her house. She killed a guy in her house, and she. I mean, look, the housing market is what it is. But how do yeah. you live there? How do you live? Well, there? and she, isn't it a rental? You'd think it'd be a rental if she's a college student. Yeah, but she's not like 21 years old. That's this true. woman is in her 30s. Probably, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But mm, <laughs> you need to move. That's a... Yeah. You there's went... six ghosts. There's six people... Dead. <laughs> died in your house or in, right the, in, in your front yard. Yeah. Well, One Lisa of whom you killed the yourself. So Lisa's... The car right in... I right guess, in like, your front yard, yeah. Or... Like, down the parking lot or whatever. Yeah. But within the yeah, complex. There's, there's bad juju in that house, I'm sure. But she seems just happy and together, which, yeah. I mean, good for her. Good. But yeah. She got over trauma fast. Yeah. So maybe she will be a good therapist. Oh, who knows? <laughs> Way to go, Jen. <laughs> All of this because you couldn't stop letting this fucking man in your house. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just don't let him in. And again, again, I don't blame women. No, me either. Not at all. I kind of blame Jen. <laughs> well, yeah. Not for finding herself in that situation, but the way she responds to that situation and continues to let that situation continue mm-hmm. instead of nipping it in the bud. Like, I just cannot get over the, yeah. the second he took that phone out of her hand. Shit is over, man. Yeah, You're spending the night in jail, sir. Pressured like he was on that first date with her. Pressuring to have sex just no i said no i meant no please leave do not come back do not call me yeah don't text me immediately blowing your phone up a text yeah. <laughs> anyway he should have been blocked that. that's a stalker in the house not not a good movie but i was i wasn't bored you got a little bored you were saying i did i got sleep. really tired at but, the end um but i think yeah, that's just and for a, for this level of movie you would think across the board the acting would be a lot worse than it was. And it wasn't. It was no, all it wasn't. perfectly serviceable. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't outstanding. No. But it wasn't horrible. No. So, uh, yeah. Middle, middle of the road as far as straight to video yeah. pretend R-rated Lifetime movies go. <laughs> and that's all I have to say. Very, very good description. About that. It is that time of the episode where I press the magic button to see what 
Next episode's movie will be chosen completely at random from everything streaming. Pressing the magic button now. Next episode's movie is Wolf Girl from 2001. I can't tell if this is... Uh, the poster make it looks, makes it look like a horror movie, but the description does not. It's like Jojo the Dogface Boy from the circus. Like <laughs> She's like a circus freak. She lives in a circus. Uh, who's in this? Tim Curry. <laughs> Grace Jones. One of them uh, Ashmore boys. All right. I never heard of this, but God, that is a garbage poster. But I'm betting money this is a Canadian TV movie of some sort. (laughs) (laughs) It just has that air about it looking at it. But yeah, so Wolf Girl from 2001, which I should mention is on Tubi and Freevee, which is Amazon's. It used to be IMDb TV, but now it's called Freevee. Freevee and Tubi. I want to take a minute to mourn uh, Stitcher. My favorite podcast, podcatcher, or place to listen to podcasts, it always has been. Stitcher is going away at the end of August. I still need to transfer all And I always used to say, yeah, I'll have to start listening to more stuff on Spotify now. But um, I always used to say in tweets and stuff, like, also available on Spotify, or on Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. I won't be able to say that anymore. That's so sad. Farewell, Stitcher. You will be missed. Um, I'm not going to do socials. Yeah, it's they, late. Seen you're looking, you're looking tired. super tired all of a sudden. That's okay. It's late. Right. That's it for us this week. Come back for Wolf Girl next week. Or two weeks. Or, yeah, I keep saying weeks, but... Or week, but... Next episode. Next episode is what I mean. Whenever it comes out. Whenever the hell it comes out, because you don't pay me. I'm a busy man. Here you are. <laughs> You'll get it when you get it, and you'll <laughs> like it. <laughs> anyway, say bye to these people. Goodbye, people. Thanks, Carrie. You're welcome, babe. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>